Hello and welcome to Frank Posen's Big Bad Podcast for January 24th, 2020. Don't forget to check out my blog at frankp316.blogspot.com. Okay, plenty of action this weekend, but first let's start with the two new videos that are up on the blog. Uh, the first one is Becky Lynch versus Kyrie Sane uh, from Monday night's r- episode of Raw. And uh, the idea here is to set up Becky's match versus Asuka at uh, this Sunday's Royal Rumble. I'm going to talk about that in a minute. So this begins with Becky's promo claiming that Asuka spraying her with the green mist last week has made her see more clearly. Of course, Asuka has other plans, as Becky may be kidding herself. The match is fine, but when we return from commercial, Asuka is perched on the top turnbuckle. Now, she doesn't do anything, but Becky still has to watch her. I'm not sure why they had her do that. And Becky wins the match after she knocks Asuka to the floor, and then Asuka attacks Becky post-match with a shining wizard, uh, an Asuka lock, and a head kick. That got fans to boo Asuka. I guess, I mean, I guess they could have done a DQ finish. It really doesn't make any difference. The whole point was to show that Asuka doesn't care what Becky thinks. Now, I don't know what the result will be on this Sunday's match at the Royal Rumble, but I I would not be surprised if there was a DQ or a non-finish or something like that. But uh, Becky was on uh, this week's uh, episode of WWE Backstage, and I certainly got the impression that she's not looking to do just one match with Asuka, that she's looking to do a pretty significant program, uh, possibly going till WrestleMania, you know. Um, she ta- she, she uh, obviously, she thinks, uh, she said she thinks uh, Asuka is phenomenal, and that um, uh, really she was she felt bad for her, uh, by the way she you know had the rug pulled out from her just before uh, last year's WrestleMania and it's like I told you guys at the time I always thought the smart move would have been to put Asuka into that main event because she would have made it better that's what she does she elevates the level of any match that she's in and she'll do that with Becky too because Becky will have her best match since she wrestled Asuka last year. So I, I get the impression, what, what uh, Becky said on that show as well, is that uh, she wants to uh, turn Asuka into a monster again. And I just don't think that beating her at the Royal Rumble is going to accomplish that. What will accomplish that is to have a lengthy program that goes back and forth, and they both, uh, you know, do, pr- and they both, uh, uh, win, they both get the tougher hand, and so it's got to go back and forth. So, I mean, we got told WrestleMania to do that, and you know, we'll see where it goes. But I think it'll be a longer program than just Sunday. I think people who just think that Becky will beat Asuka, you know, Becky is running this particular ship. She wanted this program because she wanted to elevate Asuka, she wants to turn her into a monster again. So, beating her on Sunday is not going to do that. Okay, now as far as uh, uh, the uh, women's Royal Rumble match. We don't know most of who's going to be in that, so I really don't know who's going to win. One of the uh, speculation is that if uh, Shayna Baszler is in it, she will probably win and then get a title match at at WrestleMania. I just don't know if they're going to do that or not, okay? But uh, I'm looking more forward to the Asuka-Becky match because, you know, I'd be very interested to see how they handle Asuka. And don't forget, uh, uh, I expect Io uh, um, Shirai and uh, Kyrie Sane to be in the Royal Rumble as well. Uh, Paige wants Kyrie to win. I don't see that happening. Okay, the other match video that's up on the blog 
is Io Shirai versus Tony Storm from this week's episode of NXT. Now, of course, these two have wrestled each other many times in Japan, in Japan but I think this is the first time Tony has wrestled a heel yo. And uh, one thing fans may not know is that Tony has moved to Florida, so she is moving permanently to NXT. That's why they're giving her they're giving her these like uh, matches against Kaylee Ray in England that you know she's likely going away. Um, now she's challenging Rhea Ripley for the NXT Women's Championship on. Uh, uh, tomorrow's When Worlds Collide show. Uh, of course, Yo thinks she should get a title shot, and Bianca Belair earned a title shot on last week's Battle Royal, and I expect that will be on the um, upcoming TakeOver show. So, I was not surprised that this match ended in a non-finish when Bianca attacked Tony, and then Rhea made the, made the save. And until that point, the match was as competitive as one would expect from two wrestlers who know each other very well. Beth Phoenix kept pointing out the size difference between the two, but, you know, other than Kyrie, Io is smaller than everybody, but you wouldn't know it by the way she behaves, by the the way she performs. She is a top-shelf performer by anybody's standards. Um, So after the finish, Io hits Rhea with a springboard dropkick, followed by a moonsault to the floor on Rhea and Bianca, and Tony follows with a suicide dive on Io. So the segment ends with Tony holding the belt. So I expect we will see a four-way match for the title at some point. And what about Shayna Baszler? Like I said, don't be surprised if she wins the Royal Rumble and moves to the main roster. That could very well happen. I don't know. Okay, so now that show is Saturday night. And uh, we also have a UFC show on Saturday night. UFC on ESPN Plus 24. Uh, at uh, the PNC Arena in Raleigh, North Carolina. Now, there's three women's matches on this show. There's three women's matches on this show. Um, What I normally do in that particular situation is I usually record uh, the um, uh, WWE show and watch it later. Um, uh, I'm not sure of the timing uh, as far as the... um, UFC show, like what matches are when, but uh, it a lot of times just to avoid conflict, I'll I'll record the um, I'll record the uh, uh, When Worlds Collide show. And I don't know what order the matches are in either. That's another thing. Okay, so there's three women's matches on this show. Um, one was supposed to be uh, Brianna Van Buren versus Hannah Cyphers at Strawweight. Now, unfortunately, Brianna uh, dropped out, and she has been replaced by Angela Hill. And it's not as good. I'm more interested in Brianna than these two. Okay, I'll put it here that way. Uh, Hannah Cyphers um, is from that area, which is why she's in the fight. Um, you know, she's uh, won her last two UFC fights. She lost her first one. Um, when she was in smaller companies, like in the regional circuit, she was primarily known for her KO, for her knockout power, and she really isn't very good at the other parts of MMA. But the problem is when you move up to the UFC, um, you know, the, the uh, uh, competition level raises, and, um, you know, we haven't seen this knockout power from her. So my guess is she's probably... 
you know, not good enough for the UFC. Now, she, her last two fight, her last two fights, she was fighting a low-level competition, and I, I, I feel Angela Hill is low-level competition as well. It's primarily a kickboxer, so I think what we'll see here is probably, you know, a, a kickboxing match. You know, Angela's just not a good fighter, but she's willing to come in as on late on short notice on some of these fights. It's like the third time in a row she's done that. She's actually won her last two fights, so. You know, it's not a, it's on the main card, and I don't feel it's a high-level fight, you know. So that's really all I can say about that. All right. Uh, one that's on the prelims is at flyweight, Justine Kish versus Lucy Pudilova. Now, we haven't seen Justine for a couple of years because she uh, underwent her fourth, count them, fourth knee surgery. Jeez, holy mackerel. Like uh, when she was in, uh, supposed to be in, I think it was uh, Tough uh, 23, she couldn't do it because of because of a knee surgery. So she has had a lot of problems with her knees. I mean, I don't know. That's a lot of knee surgeries. And I mean, she's not a great fighter anyway, you know, but we have to see how she looks. I mean, I don't know. Uh, Lucy uh, is a low-level fighter uh, from uh, Czech Republic. Um, you know, she... she uh, is on a two-fight losing streak. Uh, I just don't think she's good enough for the UFC. But it's like I said before, I mean, she got to fight in her hometown, okay? And, you know, the UFC is always going to have fighters for those type of shows. But, um, you know, if she was American, I don't think she'd be on the roster, okay? Uh, the other fight, the other woman's fight, which I believe will be on the Fight Pass prelims, uh, will be Sarah McMahon versus Lena Landsberg at bantamweight. Of course, we're all familiar with Sarah. She's a, um, a silver medalist uh, from the Olympics in wrestling. Uh, not that great as an MMA fighter, in my opinion. She just doesn't cut it. She uh, was a title contender at one time. Uh, and we haven't seen her in a couple of years. Uh, first of all, she got pregnant. And second of all, she suffered a knee injury. So this is her first fight in a couple of years. And she uh, lost, I think, three fights before that. So things haven't been going that great for her. And she's 39 years old, you know. So we have to see what she's like. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know if she's, I, I don't know if she should be fighting anymore, really. She now trains at um, Team Alpha Male in Sacramento, California. Uh, Lena Landsberg is a kickboxer from Sweden. She trains with former UFC fighter Akira Karasani, and. Um, you know, that's her game. She's primarily a kickboxer. I mean, uh, she uh, won her uh, most recent fight uh, by upset over um, Macy Chisson. And so, um, you know, you never know. I mean, uh, she could win this fight too. Anything's possible. Anything's possible. I, I just have my doubts about um, Sarah because she's been gone for so long. I mean, and you never know what people are going to be like after these uh, type of things. All right. Okay, so that's tomorrow night um, uh, on ESPN Plus in um, the U.S. and on TSN in Canada. All right, now we have a couple of new fight announcements. Uh, John Morgan of MMA Junkie reported uh, a couple of days ago that Ketlin Vieira versus Marion Renault has been added to UFC 250 May 9th at Ginacio do Ibarapuera in Sao Paulo, Brazil. This fight is at bantamweight. Now, a funny thing happened on Ketlin's way to a bantamweight title shot. She was knocked out by Irene Aldana. So now we have to see how she bounces back from that. 
And before that, Ketlin was off two years with a knee injury. She is 28 years old and she trains at Nova Uniao in Brazil. Marion is 42 years old from Vizalia, California. Her record is 9-5-1 and one, and she opened her own gym recently. Uh, she has had mixed results in the UFC. She is currently on a two-fight losing streak. Uh, she is inconsistent. She was supposed to fight against Irene Aldana in September, but she pulled out. And these two were supposed to fight a couple of years ago, but that was around uh, the time uh, Ketlin had knee surgery, so it was never announced. I favor Ketlin because fighting at home should motivate her, and after that, she will want to. And after that loss, she will want to make a statement. But uh, uh, you never know what a fighter is going to be like coming back from uh, major knee surgery and that sort of thing. Uh, now, uh, last night, Ryan Gerbosi of Newsday reported that Sajara Eubanks versus Sarah Morass has been added to UFC 249 April 18th at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn, New York. This fight is at bantamweight. So, you know, I always talk about how some fights are, you know, pivotal for uh, the uh, title. This one, we may see the loser get cut, okay? So, uh, Sajara is 34 years old from Baltimore. She trains with Mark Henry in New Jersey. You know, she came to the UFC on Tough 26 for flyweights. The problem is she can't make weight. Uh, if she could make flyweight, she actually could be a contender for the title because she has a significant size advantage. But when she couldn't make weight, she moved back up to bantamweight. And I mean, I had seen her before as a bantamweight in Invicta. She's just not good enough to be in the UFC. She never would have been in the UFC as a bantamweight. Never. So, I mean, she's lost her last two fights and in her most recent loss to Betch Correa, she started out okay, but she ran out of gas because of the altitude in Mexico City. All right, Sarah is 31 years old from Kelowna, BC, but she trains at the UFC Performance Institute in Las Vegas. Her record is six and five and three and four in the UFC. Her win over Liana Jojua in Abu Dhabi uh, broke a three-fight losing streak. I mean, Liana was a new UFC newcomer. And I mean, Sarah has had uh, injury problems as well. Um, and in many, and in some cases, she can't even afford to train. She has had, in the past, she hasn't been able to afford to train, but she now lives full-time in Las Vegas. All right. Now, she has lost a fighter she should beat because she makes too many mistakes. So I, again, I don't know who will win this fight, but the loser might get cut. Okay. So that's it for today. Uh, next podcast will be on Monday after the Royal Rumble. I will hope to have um, all three uh, UFC videos and the uh, WWE, uh, the uh, w, couple of WWE videos from the um, um, from the um, uh, Royal Rumble. I uh, don't think I'll be I'll be need to do any videos from uh, when worlds collide. I mean I don't know. I haven't uh, there's nothing on there that I need to tape. You need to record. Okay, so uh, once again, you want to check out those two videos. You can do so at um, frankp316.blogspot.com. If you have any questions or comments for the blog or my podcast, you can leave them at Anchor's voicemail. And if you uh, want to subscribe to the podcast, you can do so at uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Enjoy the fights and the Royal Rumble, and we'll talk to you Monday.